Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, Ashley here. Welcome back to WISE. Today is going to be a really short episode checking in and letting you know what's been going on with me. As you have seen, I haven't released a podcast episode in about two or three weeks ever since we've had what's called or what I've called and noticed has been just an awakening in the United States about racism. And because of that, I've just taken a step back and given that opportunity to amplify black voices and to give space for that. And for me to go into my own world and to just sort of reflect and think about the ways that I have been honestly complicit in racism for a long time. And I am learning behind the scenes. I am listening. And for me, this is something that is going to, you know, my work with anti-racism and actively becoming anti-racist is going to be work that I do forever. It's not something that is going to be three months or six months or nine months. And honestly, I, it is not my place to educate on this matter. Um, I am not black. I am a white person of color. I'm Latin. And again, it's not my place to educate about this, but I will be sharing resources. I will be sharing things that I am doing. But most importantly, you know, I think a lot of people are thinking, when are things going to, is it business as usual or, or what does that mean? For me, I want to really just have my business reflect what I am learning and do my work behind the scenes and let you guys know what what it is that I'm learning, what it is that I'm doing. And I will be sharing that along the way. And full disclosure, did I just say disclosure? (laughs) Disclosure, I have lost about 1200 Instagram followers since I've started posting or since I started posting uh, anti-racist things, which was about 25%, maybe even 30% of my following. And that to me was incredibly disconcerting because obviously to those, I mean, I don't care that they left if they were racist people, but to me, it was sort of shocking in the sense of like, wow, I'm posting these things. I did not make it clear enough where I stood with this issue so you left and that's on me. And that's why I took a step back because people should have known that I had been doing this work. It shouldn't have been a shock to my followers and to my own following that I felt this way, that I've actively been doing anti-racist work behind the scenes for years now. You know, my friend uh, Chrissy King started to, was the person who 
really started to educate me on this stuff with a podcast that her and I recorded two years ago. And I will put that podcast in the show notes. It's an amazing episode where we talk about anti-racism, a little bit about manifestation, um, just a whole bunch of stuff in that episode. But I have been actively doing these things for years. And to me, it was a problem that so many people didn't know where I stood. So this is just sort of my declaration that I believe in Black Lives Matter. I believe that Black Lives Matter. I am doing the work to become anti-racist. And I think for many of us, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. And I think it's just important to pay attention to what's going what's going on out there. Get on Instagram. That's a great place to start. Follow accounts like at Rachel.Cargill. Uh, read books like, so you want to talk about race or how to become an anti-racist. Actively pay people for their webinars and their presentations. I'm going to put some resources in the show notes if you are interested. I really think that you should absolutely be interested. But in this episode, I really just wanted to make it as a check-in and make it a little bit short because I want to just give you guys, again, that space to think and reflect as well. Next week, I'm going to be coming back with a longer episode about how to feel your feelings around food and body and business because all of these vehicles for growth, which is what I do, uh, are scary. And they require us to go outside of our comfort zones. And when that happens, we're going to feel some feelings. We're going to feel doubt. We're going to feel uncertainty. We're going to feel like we might want to vomit or something. And those feelings are not stronger than you. That's what I really want you to know with all of this stuff. No feeling is stronger than you. But in order to realize that, in order to make that happen, we need to to allow ourselves to feel our feelings. So I have a lot to say about that. And honestly, I think that that is a skill, just like communication, just like giving presentations, just like talking or, you know, I was going to say conversing with people. That is talking. (laughs) But all of these things are learnable skills. So I think that so many issues in the world can be solved by learning to feel uncomfortable emotions. So next week's episode is going to be all about that. And it's going to be longer. But today, I really just want you for the next week to think about how you think. This is a skill too. So many of us aren't aware of the way that we think. And that comes down to presence and to being able to have awareness, which I talk about a lot. Having awareness is one of the most valuable skills in life, if not the most valuable skill in life, especially self-awareness and introspection and the ability to look at yourself and make conclusions and make changes. But I really want you to be honest with yourself of with the fact of, you know, have you ever thought about how you think? Think about how you think. And after you do that, is the way you're thinking serving you? Like really think about that for a moment. Is the way that I'm thinking actually serving me or are my beliefs bullshit? Are they straight up wrong? And I have been going through this as well as I've been reflecting because you guys know that I have done spiritual work. I have been on a healing journey for years and years and years. Because of that 
quote unquote healing journey, which sounds a little bit too rosy to me because it is not pretty sometimes, you know, through that, I have really let go of compulsions, eating disorders. You know, you guys know that throughout the years, I have had issues with food, with my body, with men, with alcohol, uh, some drugs, many, many things that I have turned to because I couldn't feel my feelings. And again, we're going to talk about that next week, but mainly because I didn't evaluate the way that I thought. I had certain beliefs about myself that really didn't serve me, that were not given to me. So that's the clincher. Like these beliefs were not given to me. And yet I believed them with full certainty, which is like, what? Um, We have the power to just not engage with the way that we think. And again, that is a skill as well. What I want you to do though, is I really want you to take an inventory of your beliefs about yourself. And this isn't something that like, sometimes you can just sit down and journal. This is something that throughout the day, your beliefs are going to pop up. And I want you to pay attention to what they are. So you can start by opening uh, the notes app in your phone. I mean, like who doesn't have their phone with them at all times? There's no excuses here. Take out your phone whenever you have a shitty belief pop up. And those beliefs are typically in human, with humans, we typically have two greatest fears that our beliefs stem from. And typically just by the nature of the brain, which is always going to lead us back into fear, back into certainty, back into complacency, because the brain is inherently lazy. It takes discipline and skill in order for us to... I don't even want to say battle our thoughts, but for us to become aware of thoughts and then choose the reaction that we're going to have, I want you to throughout the day, write down those beliefs. And I want you to see where they are coming from and which of the two, these two greatest human fears do they pertain to. So the two greatest human fears are abandonment, getting rejected, somebody's going to leave me, if I do this, I'm going to be alone. That's a big one. And another one, which is the one that I deal with more, is inadequacy. I'm not good enough. I am not worthy. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to care. You know, typically all of us feel a wide variety of beliefs and ways of thinking and fears. And they always, you know, there's a ton of flavors that go into those two things. So within that, I want you to write those down. What are the crappy things that I believe about myself? Because those things are holding you back. Those things are holding you back from living the life that you are meant to live. And most importantly, they're holding you back from taking the action that you need to take today in order to be that person. You are fine the way that you are right now, by the way. So when I say change, I know that people that listen to this podcast are deep, they're introspective, they're strong. They want better for themselves. We always want better for ourselves. We always want to grow. And if you're growth-minded, that's the inherent you know, way of growth. You grow, you get better. If you're listening to this podcast right now, if I am in your ears, I know that you are interested in that. And because of that, we have to get comfortable with the way that we think. And you guys, that's scary as hell to go into your beliefs and to dismantle them and to actively create new ones. But the way that we begin changing is by taking tiny steps, tiny little things. I don't, 
we think that change is like this big sweeping thing. It's not. Change is boring. (laughs) Change is mundane. Change is monotonous. It is just not that fun, honestly. The fun is in the payoff. The fun is in the journey. So it is much sexier to think like, oh, I'm going to get this big sweeping thing and I am going to, you know, it's much more enticing to the brain to have this like uh, a crash diet or to win the lotto or, you know, to just get, you have your business grow from zero to 60 in like three months. That is appealing and that feels exciting, but change, real change doesn't happen that way. Real change happens through tiny, tiny steps that you take every single day. And the reason I want you to do your belief inventory is because our beliefs hold us back from showing up. We self-sabotage. We don't, we think that we have to feel ready in order to do something. You guys, ready is not an emotion. Ready is a decision. Ready is a choice. Ready isn't something that you feel. You are never going to feel ready. And I want you to accept that right now for whatever it is that you want. You're never going to feel ready. I want you to accept that right now. Ready is a decision. Ready is a choice. For me, my greatest struggle in life is a battle with perfectionism. And it really has only been in the last several weeks that I have realized even though I've been doing work for so long, even though like I have been actively working on self-awareness and introspection for years, I didn't realize how deeply the vines of perfectionism were holding me back. I think of the way like that I had a visualization last week. It was as if I, you guys know I meditate and or most days I don't, I try to do it every day. It doesn't always happen and that's fine too. The way that it came up for me was as if I had vines wrapped around my body, like the vines of perfectionism. And that was just like a vision that I had. And I was like, this is still holding me back. There is still a level of myself that I am not unlocking because I am scared that I am not good enough if I am not perfect. I almost want to cry saying that right now. And... That was really eye-opening for me and it was painful for me to see. And even though, again, I really thought that I was like, I'm good and I am like, I've, I've really accomplished a lot and done a lot and I've shown up a lot, but I know that there's still more. And I know that for each of you listening, we're not done till like we're dead and because we won't be satisfied unless we just continue going. So I had that vision and I made a choice to not let perfectionism hold me back. I made a choice to embody myself more, to show up more fully, to feel delicious in my body. I made a choice to do all of those things because I started thinking about the way that I think. I took that belief inventory and I started to replace those beliefs with new beliefs, which is (laughs) I am perfect as I am. Perfectionism doesn't exist. Perfectionism is actually a form of control. Perfectionism can never actually be achieved. And I am perfect as I am. 
Nothing about me needs to be changed. And from that place, you can actually do other things <laughs> because if you change because you think you need to change to be worthy, it's never going to be enough. But if you change because you want to, because you know it's better for you, that is very, very, very different. And I feel like many people that listen to this podcast deal with perfectionism and you have those vines around you. So after you replace those thoughts with new thoughts, which can be affirmations, I love an affirmation that I saw from Amanda Francis, who is this coach and she's like a a money coach and she talks about manifestation and stuff. Let me pull it up on my phone really quick. Anyway, I started following her. I will put her Instagram profile in the show notes. And this affirmation, affirmations aren't something that I am super crazy about just because I feel kind of like a freak in the mirror. Like I am beautiful. I am, I, you know, visualize the body that I want to like, that just feels kind of weird to me. And so I've never really done that, but this one really resonated with me. And this is what I have been saying to myself every day and really trying to embody this. So these are my new beliefs and a new way of thinking. And I have thought this about myself maybe, I don't know, 75% of the time, 80% of the time. And I think even the way that I embodied myself was like that much. I was like 75% me. And... 80% me maybe, but like that, I want to be a hundred percent me all the time. And this shows up in my relationships with other people. This shows up with, um, on social media and the way that I present myself in my business. It's not that it's not me. It is, but there was still like that 20% that I wasn't showing up in the way that I wanted to because of these crap beliefs. So this affirmation that I've been saying to myself was, I am the catch. I am the prize. I am the whole damn vibe. I love myself fully and in completion. Everything else is overflow. That is the place that I want you to come from too. You guys, literally I made the decision to not let these things control me anymore. I thought that I had to be like ready. I had to do more work. I had to like read more books to or you know, get to a certain place in my business or whatever it was to let go of these things. Ready is not an emotion. It's a choice. So I made a choice to show up fully. I made a choice to show up differently in my business to embody that full 100% in the way that I do things, in the way that I use my voice, in the way that I share my story. There are parts of my story that I haven't shared. I've shared 85% of it, maybe, but there are parts of my life that I haven't shared yet. And I I am going to share them. Look, I'm already nervous. I'm stuttering. (laughs) I am going to share them. And I promise you, I am going to share them. And I am going to show up in a different way for all of you. And most importantly, for myself, because that's where it starts. Not for your significant other, not for your mom, not for your dad. For me, to be full, full disclosure, my things are with um, my family. You know, I come from a, I'm not going to get too deep into this right now. Um, but, you know, I come from a Latin family that was very achievement oriented, very into perfectionism. And I love my family. They're incredible. They've given me everything. But I felt like I almost had to be like a good girl. <laughs> my whole life and obedient. And because of that, I couldn't like 
really show it's been a journey for me to open up and show myself and really be myself it has been a lifelong thing for me to feel like I am okay as I am and really um how do I want to put this it's really been like who do I who am I actually versus what people in my life expect me to be And how can I show who I actually am and know that I'm going to be okay making my own decisions? I just had to tear fall down my face. (laughs) So this is very emotional for me. This is my lifelong journey. But literally, I made a decision in the past few weeks that I cannot let that hold me back anymore. And I hope that it is the same thing for you. I hope that if you have something that's holding you back, that you can let that go by deciding to let it go. If you have trauma, I don't want to say that you can just get rid of your trauma. That's problematic if I say that. But can you go to therapy? Can you start doing the work to start moving through it? Full disclosure or just for the record, moving through trauma is not a choice. Trauma is real. But Can you make a choice to start taking action on it, to start moving through it, to get the help that you need to do that? I also decided to go back to therapy soon. I'm going back next week, not because anything is wrong or not because anything, um, not because I am depressed or anything like that. I'm actually feeling good lately for, and I have for a really long time. I went back sort of a maintenance as a form of self-care. It's been a long time since I've gone back to therapy and I wanted to just have that. I'm feeling good. I wanted to continue feeling good. So for that reason, I decided to go back and I want you to make those decisions. I want you to think about how you think and let it sink in. And then make a decision about if that is actually serving you or not, because chances are it's holding you back. And chances are you can create new belief systems for yourself. So that is my check-in episode for today. I thought it was going to be five minutes. It was not, (laughs) as it typically happens. But I really just wanted to speak to you from the heart today, because as a sensitive person, as an introverted person, introspective empathic. I know we're big feelers and these feels are hard to navigate sometimes. But you were given this way of being and it's you're probably a perfectionist too. You were given this way of being for a reason. Why would you have been made this way if it wasn't meant for you? You know, like you were given this brain. You were given this body. You were given your way of being for a reason. There's so many gifts that we got from being this way. And I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect as you are. And from that place, we can get better. From that place, we can have real change and true change. And we can show up to our lives the way that we want to. All I care about for you is that you live authentically, that you live your truth fully. And like I said, I thought that I had been doing that and I have, but there was still just a little bit of a slice, a little bit of the slice of the pie a little slice of the pie that had not embodied that fully. So I hope that you guys are around to see what it is that I'm going to do, how differently I'm going to show up, how excited I am to do this. I really can't wait. Um, 
And I really can't wait to bring you incredible content. Most of the content that I'm going to be bringing you going forward is going to be around nutrition and mindset and cooking. And I'm also, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more next week, but I'm also opening up some spots for one-on-one coaching for nutrition, specifically with my method of intuitive macros. Um, But I'll be talking about that a little bit more next week. Um, If you want to apply to that, I haven't like put out the exact... um, offer yet in terms of marketing it like an email on my email list or on Instagram. Um, Send me a DM or apply at the link in the show notes. But I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. If you want to talk to me about it, DM me on Instagram. But I'm excited for the journey ahead. I'm excited for you. If you feel like this, listening to this has changed the way that you're thinking today. But most importantly, I want you to think about the way that you think. And I want you to let go of your bullshit beliefs about yourself and the world and what's going out there right now. And I want you to be open to change, to be willing to change. And I also want you to be willing to take action. That's where it starts. That's where it all begins. So I'm sending you guys a lot of love. Stay tuned for a lot of things that are going to be popping up around here. In the meantime, I'm just sending you a big hug and um, I got emotional on this episode because it is real and authentic and um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day today. Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.